Hello, everybody. My name is Mike Johnson, and this is the Success Estate Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast today. I think we've got a great show in store for you. Today's topic is primarily going to be directed towards sellers. So if you're a buyer in this market uh, and you want some good information, go check out the last episode. As a matter of fact, the last episode was entitled How You Can Be Successful in Getting Contracts in the Seller's Market. So a lot of great information for you there. Please go back and check it out. Share it with somebody if you know somebody that is wanting to uh, try to buy a house in this market and maybe find it kind of difficult. There are some great tips there uh, for for those that are trying to buy uh, buy a house in this market, clearly um, the market has not changed. We're still dealing with COVID, um, and uh, it's starting to come around now. People are starting to get out and about. I think the the fatigue had just weighed in so heavy on people. People are starting to get out and about. People are getting vaccinated. The country is opening up a little bit more, even though we're seeing different things. All of that, of course, is is affecting the housing market. We've been in the seller's market for over the past year, primarily because there's just been a shortage of houses on the market. People couldn't move uh, like they wanted to. So for whatever reason, and I talk about that two episodes ago, kind of the state of the market. Go back and check that out as well and kind of how we got to the place where we are. Well, a lot of people are now starting to see that it would be really beneficial for them if they got on into the market as well. So the house... Um, you may be considering whether or not to uh, to sell a property at this point. And I hope today that you will receive the information that will be uh, beneficial to you to be able to, if you do decide, if you're moving towards that, uh, that direction of putting a house on the market. For one, I hope you'll give me a call to talk about it. But then also, too, uh, this will give you some tips and tricks to be able to uh, have a successful home sale in this market. Um, Several things, and uh, and then we'll we'll get into those points. Here's some things that I really want people to think about when they're uh, selling a house. And I've had these discussions. I've seen some of these things. I've been working with a lot of buyers right now. Like I said, the sellers are just a little more spread out for me uh, in this market. I do know a lot of people that are doing doing a great job uh, right now listing houses. Uh, but from the buyer side, I can also see some issues that sellers are are running into, and then also to some some listings that I have of my own that uh, that could potentially have seen some issues. You know, we avoided some, uh, and that's a blessing. So with that being said, uh, again, this is a seller's market, and and I tell everybody if you're thinking about selling uh, in this market, take advantage of the opportunity, not the market. Okay, so that's first and foremost. Just please don't try to take advantage of the market. People are, um, then the people really are. They're not seeing success in their homes because um, they they try to take advantage of the market and uh, people that are willing and uh, and pretty much anxious to buy. Um, they are are anxious. People are um, really desiring to get into the house, but it's really the good ones um, that are going really fast. Um, so success is not a given. Uh, you could put your house on the market and you could flop in this in this market. I've seen several houses, you know, in honest in all honesty, any house will sell at the right price. Any house will sell at the right price. Uh, and the big thing that I that I always have to remind sellers is that buyers determine the value of a home. 
it's not what you it's not necessarily what you want for it you know i'm not you can ask whatever you want for it i could ask you for 30 dollars to watch the show uh, but if you don't, as a consumer, find it valuable enough to pay $30, you're not going to pay me. And I can't force you to either. Right. So uh, so a lot of people kind of run into that because they either are looking at bad information or um, talking to friends and family and they're saying, hey, you should do this. You can get this. You can get this without talking to a professional um, and getting real concrete information to to uh, make a decision on. And uh, they're shooting themselves in the foot because buyers will look at it and say, hey, this is not worth what you uh, what you're asking for. Um, so uh, people do want to buy, uh, but they will only pay more for the good ones. The good ones doesn't mean that everything is all updated. Right. Uh, it doesn't mean that everything is, uh, you know, like the Magnolia uh, aesthetic, you know, with shiplap and everything like you see on Asia. People do like that, but not everybody likes that, you know. So uh, people do want to buy right now. So it is a great time to uh, to purchase, If I mean, to sell. If you're looking to sell, this is still a really good time, but you also need to be strategic. Let me say it like that. You need to be strategic and you need to be wise. Here are some ways that I've found that, that uh, sellers shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, again, they try to take advantage of the market instead of taking advantage of the opportunity. What do you mean by that, Mike? Well, I'm glad you asked. No, but uh, I'm not going to be answering myself questions like that. No, but uh, people people will come on and they'll see that people are uh, putting their house on the market and not really assessing, not really being honest in their assessment of their own home. And they're just saying, hey, I want you know, $250,000 for this house, you know, just to see, let's just see what's going to happen. See if somebody will bring that. That's trying to take advantage of the market instead of taking advantage of the opportunity by pricing competitively and let the buyers uh, do all the uh, driving up of the prices. And that's definitely ha happening. I can remember a street and uh, a house on a street in Pine Tree uh, here in Longview last year. I think the home was originally asking $120,000, $120,000. Uh, it was a nice size lot. The I remember walking into the kitchen. They had kind of done some DIY stuff to cut a, uh, a space for the refrigerator. It was the, um, it was the uh, wood paneling, uh, the older wood paneling, not like the sheet paneling, uh, but real wood. And uh, they had some... Decent sized rooms, small closets, then they had an addition on the back that was kind of used for like for a man cave or something like that. A nice two car garage. Uh, the driveway was on the side. Uh, the garage was on the side, so you had to drive the driveway down the side and pull into the back. And again, a nice size yard. Well, they put it up for like one. I, th I think it was one twenty five. They put it up for one hundred twenty five thousand. They got thirteen offers and sold at one hundred forty one thousand dollars. Now, I think if they would have initially asked for $141,000, they may not have gotten it. And I don't know. I mean, maybe they would have still. But the buyers told them that this house was worth more than what you were originally asking. Right. So that's that's letting the market, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity by pricing it competitively and let people drive it up themselves. Uh, another way that people are shooting themselves in the foot as sellers is they're not prepping the home. I'm walking in some spaces where wallpaper is like coming out like these are big houses in nice neighborhoods, uh, but they didn't even take the time to have somebody come remove the wallpaper and just paint uh, in the kitchen or or um, they're not cleaning the homes. You know, they're just saying, here, just put it on the market. 
put on the market and see what happens. You know, it's such a frenzy out here. That's not, uh, it, that doesn't mean that these houses still aren't selling. But also, too, you're losing out on the opportunity for more money because you didn't prep. Right. Uh, so they're not prepping the homes that's outside and inside. Uh, we'll talk about those things a few in, in a few when I give some pointers. Uh, and then they're asking too much. Some people are coming on and they're asking, um, you know, 15, 10 to 15 thousand dollars over what's normally selling in their area. Right. So they're just trying to see what all they can get. And people are walking in the space because these are also people that haven't prepped. You know, they're also people that haven't done anything to get to uh, make the buyer feel more confident uh, in their purchase. And they just put it on the market and saying, here, this is what I want for it. And I remember walking into one that that uh, posted last month and I walked in and I immediately I was disgusted that I brought this uh, this young lady over to this young buyer, let me say it like that, this young buyer over to um, to look at the house. I was just disgusted, like, why am I here? Why do I have these people here? Um, this house is terrible. We're wasting our time because you're asking too much and you didn't prepare the home, right? Um, that and then also, too, uh, now for sale by owner, uh, people I see are sometimes shooting themselves in the foot as well because, um, in a sense, they're asking uh, for a certain amount of money, and then they're not making it exposed to uh, the entire market. Um, so you'll see some signs up in the yards. You know, people are not wanting to pay an agent. They want to get as much as they can for it, which that's your right. You know, I don't, I don't fault people for doing that. I, I don't think that it's the best choice. But if you do, hey, that's your prerogative. What I don't like is when, well, it's not that I don't like it. What I'm disappointed, you know, in sellers is is when they um they just stick a sign in the yard, they don't take any pictures, they don't post it anywhere, and they just want they want the most money for people that are just driving by. And it's just really hard to do unless you're in on a street like Judson Road here in Longview or like two fifty nine and or fifty nine in Marshall, uh where the most traffic is coming down, you know, um maybe thirty one and, and uh Kilgore or or something like that where where people are just passing all the time and this the word can spread on its own. But sometimes the houses are like tucked away in neighborhoods and then they'll be asking for a bunch of money, but nobody knows that it's for sale. So, you know, if people come out and, and if I'm the only one bringing you an offer, I know that I have opportunity to negotiate. Right? If I if I'm the only one, I at least have the opportunity. When there's multiple buyers you know, right now people are saying, hey, bring your highest and best and we're going to make a decision from there. So um, that's another way that sellers are shooting themselves in the foot. They're doing for sale by owner and no exposure. Uh, so with that, I want to give you some, I want to go ahead and jump into some points and some things that I think that you should do if you are wanting to sell your house and how you can be successful in this market. Not just to, uh, not just to uh, take advantage of the market, but take advantage of the opportunity that it presents. I did have somebody uh, call. I talked to yesterday. They're moving here from out of town um, in a in a state or two over, and uh, and they were talking about their house sale. They had already been planning to sell and move this way uh, to the great state of Texas. Uh, all of you that are moving this way, welcome. Uh, you finally made it. Uh, but uh, they said, "Hey, we weren't even trying, but." We thought we would make, you know, $30,000 off of our, the sale of our house. Um, and we've, you know, we've almost tripled that. 
and my mind was like, whoa, you know, and I congratulated them. And they said, hey, we weren't trying. It's just what happened, you know. Uh, and sometimes when you do things the right way, you end up getting the best results instead of just trying to get the best results instead of and take a shortcut to it. Uh, you know, I'm a sports guy, so that kind of that rings true in so many different areas for me. And I hope that you will take that to heart if you are listening. Um, so when I'm educating people and I'm talking to them about selling the house, here are a couple things that I say are extremely important. For one is to prepare, right? Prepare, prepare, prepare. It's the same as buyers. Uh, people spend money when they are confident and comfortable, right? They're confident in what they're getting and when they're comfortable with what they're buying. People will be more apt to spend more to spend more money when they feel like they're getting a good product and they're not getting um, they're not getting shaped in any kind of way. So, with that being said, get a comparative markets analysis. You can just start there. Get do get some research done for you. Just about any agent. I don't know of any agent that charges for comparative market analysis, right? So you can get that for free. Say, hey, what's going on in my neighborhood? What's going on around me? What are houses selling for that are similar to mine? Here are some basic details, and just see, see, and compare. Get a um, get a payoff statement from your uh, from your lender. See how much you know you could possibly walk away from uh, from a from a house sale with. That's that's a super easy place to start, and it gives you so much information. The reason why this is important, I tell, is because you can't see what houses are selling for around you. There are other states uh, that are uh, that disclose that information. Texas is a non-disclosure uh, state, so it gives the agents a bit of a, uh, it gives the agents more value, right? When you have to come to me to find out what houses are selling for around you, then you know that gives me more value. Uh, praise God for that. But uh, but it's super, it's free, you know, and it's uh, it's it's so valuable for you in order to determine a competitive price to put your house on the market for and to ask for. Another thing in preparation, fix minor things in the home. If you've got peeling paint or something, paint that joker. Like, just paint it up, you know. Um, get somebody to come out there, scrape the paint off, paint it. You open yourself up to more buyers, right? When you don't just have to go cash or conventional, you also have FHA. You never know who's going to want to come and bring you the most money. Um, so make make all those options available for you. Uh, if you've got... Uh, small little projects in the house, you'd be surprised um, changing out a, a vanity or, um, or you know, putting some, uh, some, uh, some lights, some different kind of lights, some LED lights and brightening up the space. You'd be surprised how much of a difference that makes to buyers. Uh, those kind of things uh, just speak that the house is taken care of and that they won't have to worry about fixing your mistakes later on down the line. Uh, another thing is to clean. I would have somebody professionally clean my house. If I was selling my house, I would have somebody professionally clean it. Um, and then I would turn around and I would try to make it smell like heaven in the house, right? When they walked in, I just wanted them to almost just feel like, you know, uh, they're floating through there. Not because, well, no, I guess you don't want them to feel like they're floating through there, but, uh, you want it to smell so great, you know, that they just feel invited. They feel at home. 
right? And something that they could do and, and recreate. When you walk into a good smelling house, you feel like the people cared about the house that you're buying it from and it makes you feel more comfortable. When the house is clean, there's no clutter, there's no things everywhere, the baseboards are, are, are don't have dust on them, um, the kitchen is cleaned, all these things are in order. It just makes buyers feel like, hey, this house has been taken care of. I can spend more money for it. And it's not going to be money that I'm going to have to spend later on in order to uh, to fix or repair or to get in a working order that I like uh, as a buyer. Another thing in preparation, get professional pictures, right? Don't do not do any more. The, the trouble, yes, you can save a few dollars, but um, you also could lose a few dollars, right? A few more dollars. When people can see on on the internet, that's where ninety percent of people doing their shopping is online. They go, they look at the pictures. If they fall in love with the picture, when they come into the space and it matches what they see, oh my gosh! But what happens with like cell phone camera pictures? I don't, I can't get as wide of an angle of a shot. Um, so there's things that you won't be able to see in the house, you know. So now, and I just this is how I judge houses with. I have my buyers judge houses. After we go through them, I base it on the expectation that you had when you saw this house online, right? When you said, hey, I really want to see this house, in comparison to your expectations, what number would you give this? And a lot of times people are saying, man, I really had high hopes for this, but now it's down low because I, you know, I just really didn't, it's, it's not what I expected it to be. Well, what happens when you're really honest about the space? You get good pictures and people can see the whole space, even if there are a few flaws and things like that. At least when they get there, the expectations are there. They already know kind of what they are walking into. And if they liked it on the pictures and they feel comfortable that, uh, and when they get in the house, they're sliding the off of your way. And then lastly, lastly, another way that you can prepare is with disclosures and updates, right? Put as much... not. Put a lot of information in front of buyers, right? Any updates you've done, utility history, uh, all your disclosures. Give good info about the house, the things that you like about the house, you love about the house, things that are um, that are important for a buyer to know. Give that information up front because what it does, it allows a buyer to really assess, hey, for one, listen, buying is, you have to put yourself back in the buyer's shoes. Buying, using this much amount of money, it's a difficult decision. But when I'm able to see, oh, these are what my bills will look like every month. These are, you know, this is some things that have already been taken care of in the house, have already been fixed, repaired, has been updated. Now I can say, okay, this is money that I don't have to spend. I don't necessarily have to budget for immediately. I can go ahead and spend more money now purchasing the house. So those kind of things just allow you to ask for more money and then also to give the buyers more confidence to give more money, even more so than you may be asking, which a lot of people are seeing right now. The most immaculate houses that I see, um, they uh, in that, especially between $100,000, $225,000, if it's really well taken care of, people are coming and saying, just, What's that meme? Shut up and take my money. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. You can have it. Just give me the space. Get out as quickly as possible. We want to get in as quickly as possible. Uh, this is buying season two. So all this stuff, the quicker you prepare, now don't be in a hurry. Just slap things together. But the quicker you prepare, the more likely you are to see uh, more dollars on your sale. Another thing that you can do, not only prepare, the second thing that you can do is hire an agent. 
right? Now, I'm not just speaking about me. I know that there are tons and tons of agents out there. A lot of people um, know an agent. There are a lot of agents here in the Longview area. But hire one. You know, interview a few, hire one. That would be my suggestion. Interview a few, hire one. Why? Because it's less work for you, right? It's less work for you when you don't have to prepare all the things, when you get a roadmap to success from the from the from your listing agent, it, it gives you time back, which is more money in your pocket, right? Time and money, those things, those things work hand in hand. Um, when you're spending more time, you know, working to get the house prepared or trying to understand the contract and do all these things, now you're having to take away uh, either from your family or from your work or other goals in order to get this done, and uh, you may not be making that much money uh, to. Uh, to offset that. So it's less work for you and it's more protection for you as well, right? You you want to have somebody else holding the bag, you know, in risk management. Uh, this is passing on uh, some uh, responsibility to the buyers. You hold some, I mean, from, not to the buyer, to the, uh, to the seller's agent, your agent. Um, there, we have what's called errors and omissions insurance. Uh, we have different things that are put in place uh, that help, that give us, we take on a lot of responsibility uh, for the sale of this home um, and also to, and it alleviates you from having some of those responsibilities and some of those, uh, some of those liabilities as well. Another thing uh, when hiring an agent, uh, more exposure, which leads to more competition. You know, I was fortunate, I think also too, to have uh, this, this one young lady, she's buying a house right now. Uh, it's a for sale by owner. Uh, not too many people knew about it. It's kind of tucked off, and I just so happened to be. I just so happened to see the sign, and I stopped by, and I I saw the house. I called on it, saw the house before people really started get catching wind of it. We had already gotten the house under contract, and it turns out that the uh, sellers left a little bit of money on the table, and I I have to think that the reason why is because. Uh, not enough people knew about the house. If more people knew about the house, they right now because it was it was completely fixed up, very large yard. People are just bringing money on top of money on top of money. You know, trying to beat out the next person. There, as a buyer, you don't know exactly what the highest offer is. You know, so it's not like sitting at an auction. You know, and you're just every time just driving it up. You kind of having to guess. Hey. Okay, well, people have been going $10,000 over right now. You may need to go $12,000 over. Things like that are happening all the time. Um, and But if more people, the reason why the market is so important is because all the houses and all the buyers and all the sellers are in one place, and then we can drive up competition for it. Uh, another thing is uh, to learn the process and discuss uh, what you can or can't do, right? The 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 sell the listing agent is going to give you some some guidance on that, and that's going to be super important in you making a decision that's going to be important. I mean, that's going to be uh, affecting you down the line here. Another thing is uh, to talk about what's most important to you uh, in the sale, right? So it may not just be the price; it may be also try. You may be trying to get to a new place, you know. So if you're trying to buy a new home right now. Uh, contingencies are not cutting it, you know, it's bad. And FHA loans are not doing well right now. Um, uh, conventional loans are kind of like sitting in second place and then, uh, cash is king. 
you come in with a contingency trying to beat those things out where you also have to get your house sold in order to walk into this one, man, it's just really tough right now. You may have to really sacrifice on the house that you could purchase because the seller's market is not allowing time for that. It's not allowing time for your house to sell and then, you know, uh, come back. And hopefully it sells. Things happen all the time. People understand that. Hopefully it sells and then I'll, then you're going to buy mine. Well, I'm missing out on buyers. I'm missing out on all kinds of people. Right. So uh, you got to talk about what's important because there are some ways, some things that you can do, maybe not as a not to do a contingency, but to help you get uh, get into another house uh, and get your house sold. Right. That will uh, be very beneficial to you. So talk to your agent about what's important. If you need to close quickly, if you need to close in a couple of months, it may not be the most money that you receive. It's the person that can bring you a competitive offer and meet your closing date, you know, which may be a couple months down the line. All these things. Talk about what's important to you and your your, your agent can help you and putting a plan together. Uh, and then lastly, uh, a little bonus in this section, uh, just, I guess this, this, actually this should probably go back to the prepare section, but plan to leave your house for a few days, right? Just, just plan to leave your house for a few days in preparation. Uh, if you've got a really nice house, just go ahead and say two or three days, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to list it for sale and we'll talk about when we get back. A lot of times people are getting great offers, um, but they're getting a ton, 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 ton of uh, showings, right? My uh, Another point that I give, so my third one is be reasonable, right? Don't be greedy. Please don't be greedy and try to take advantage of the market. That's that's one thing, you know, I don't, I don't tell my buyers, hey, you need to do this, don't do this. But when I start seeing people be greedy, I'm like, hey, you need to be careful here. Right. Because this person is wanting everything and not willing to give anything. Right. That puts me that puts me uh, on reserve. It gives me caution. And I communicate that to the buyers, not so that they will go away from the house. If they still want the house, that's fine. But they need to be aware of some of the expectations of the seller. If uh, they decide, hey, we're going to we're going to move on and, and still uh, look at this house. We're still going to put an offer on it. I'm going to support them. Right? It's not my job to tell them where they should and should buy, you know, to to give them information, to empower them. And I'm going to give them the information like, hey, this person is asking for the farm and only wanting to give up a cow. You know, that's that's just not that's not a it may not be a great trade for you, for you or your money. Uh, and the reason one of the reasons why you don't want to be greedy, let's say you do you ask for a lot and, and only want to give a little bit. Um when that time comes, if you don't want to make any repairs, you don't want to give any concessions, you just want you want it all. As a seller, you feel like you basically want to be pampered. Give me everything that I want. You want to be spoiled. Well, that's going to turn around to bite you. That could turn around to bite you. Not as going. It could turn around to bite you. If that house, if you can't come to terms with the, with the first buyer that you accept, comes back on the market. Every time your house hits the market again after it's been on sale, people are getting question marks popping up. Why is this house back? For one, the buyers that you had there initially that were bringing all the competition, they could be gone. They could have found another house. Um, a lot of people are not waiting around for your house to come back on the market. If it, and then also too, when it does. Um, you know, also two people, the people that are still interested, that are still available, they're asking what's wrong with it, you know, 
Uh, there and, and a lot of times you can't get that question answered. You know, uh, the seller's agent may say, oh, it was the buyer's fault. The buyer couldn't get the financing, things like that. And sometimes in my head, I'm like, yeah, 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 I don't know. You know, I see what you're asking for here. You may have passed up on my offer, which is a really, really generous offer before. Uh, it kind of seems like you may want the farm uh, just, and want to trade a cow. You know, that just doesn't seem right to me. Every time your house hits the market, you potentially start losing money. You know, you may have to start making more concessions. That's money out of your pocket, right, in order to uh, to quell some people's uh, fears about the house. So um, that's, that's a big thing. Be reasonable. Uh, talk to your uh, agent about what you can and what you can't do. If you, can, if you can't do any repairs, let the people know up front. This house is as is. I cannot do any repairs. I'm, you know, this is the, all the money that I have. Unfortunately, I won't be able to to pay for any repairs. As long as people know that up front, that makes it easier for them to make a decision. You may not get all the money you want, you know, you want it, or they may bring you all the money and say, hey, don't worry about it. Just step out of the way. You get out of the house. We'll take it and, and do whatever we want to the house. We'll, we'll fix it up if it needs to be fixed up, right? People are willing to do that. People are willing to pay to do that. They're saving money on their monthly rates. Uh, it's costing less than rental spaces. So people want to have a home and want to call it home. They want to love this home. They'll do what it takes in order to, uh, in order to make it that way, but you can't trick them into that. So you got to be reasonable. And, uh, and then lastly is be quick, but not in a hurry. You know, I stopped by a guy's house that, uh, he bought it. I saw when he started fixing it up and I stopped and talked to him, uh, a little over a year ago. And I was telling him, I said, Hey, um, you know, man, this is a great market. This is a seller's market. It's a great market, but don't hurry through your process. He's still fixing up the house. I said, don't hurry through the process. Just be quick. Get in, get your things in order. This is my goal date to put it on the market. I got to have these things done. If you do get those things done, great to put it on the market. Brian Tracy said, there's no such thing as unreasonable goals, just unreasonable timelines, right? So you could possibly, you could say, hey, I want to, I want to be, out of this house next month, but you've done no prep work. You got to prep it. You got to do all those things. It's not that you can't be out of the house next month. It's that you haven't done the things that it takes to uh, to expect that timeline. Um, so please, please, please uh, be quick, uh, but don't be in a hurry. Don't miss out on this opportunity. If you've got another place to go, you can put a vacant house on the market. Do that. Um, and it's in good condition. If you need to make some minor repairs, do that. You will probably see that house, uh, that money made up for in this market. Um, I, those are my four tips there, um, to prepare, uh, to hire an agent, um, to be reasonable and to be quick, but not in a hurry. Right. I think those four things, if you utilize those four things and uh, the points in between those, you have a great shot at being successful in selling your estate. Um, I, I do think that the market will stay hot like this for a while. Uh, my prediction, and I don't know anything for certain, of course, but my prediction is that we're going to see prices like this all the way through the summer. Um, you know, people starting to get out and about and move around more. We're going to see all throughout the summer. Um, and then uh, maybe those interest rates will probably start going up whenever uh, the, you know, whenever it's noticed that the economy is doing better. Uh, the Fed won't need to spur it along. They'll start bringing those rates up some. The amount that people can borrow will come down, right? So there won't be as much of a frenzy for some of the houses at the top. They'll be looking at the houses down in the middle. 
Um, and, you know, that'll start bringing some of those those down. And then some people may say, hey, this is not as good of a time as I thought it was going to be um, to uh, buy a house. And so they may move along. And so you, you'll see a few less buyers, I think, uh, at the end of the summer. And that may start to bring things down to some sort of normalcy or what was priorly norm, known as normal, right? Um, that's just my prediction. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, you heard it first here. If it turns out that way, I'm going to congratulate myself. No, I'm just playing. Uh, no, but this is just my thoughts and, and something to look forward to. Uh, we'll see how the next uh, three or four months turn out. Uh, thank you all so much. That's all that I've got today. Thank you so much for checking out this show. Uh, thank you for all those people that are listening. I greatly appreciate every listen that we get. I really hope you will share this with somebody that could benefit from the information. I tell everybody the same thing, right? I don't sell housing anymore. All I do is provide the information to empower your decision. I want you to be successful in your estate, whether you're buying, selling, investing, and especially those that are owning, right? I want you to be successful in your estate. This is what this information is for. If you have any questions, please give me a call, 903-806-6905. And if you have, uh, if you if you need to, to talk or schedule a meeting, you can send me an email at thejohnsonwayrealty at gmail.com, right? Subscribe. Please subscribe. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to this. I would greatly appreciate it. If you're on Spotify, you can subscribe to it. There are several different uh, podcasting um, platforms that this is being played on. Please save this, share it with somebody download it so that you can listen to it in your car on the way to work. Um, and then also to um, share it with somebody, like it and share it. If you leave a comment, I would greatly appreciate uh, a comment of a uh, question or things that you would like, topics that you would like to hear covered. I would gladly do that for you. Okay. So uh, with that being said, y'all, I'm out of here. Tune in next week. I hope to have a guest that we were supposed to have a guest in today. My two-year-old had his tonsils removed. Y'all, we've been hanging in there. My eyes are a little bit low today because um, I'm just sleepy. Uh, but hey, it's all part of it and uh, we're, we're moving on forward. So uh, next week we should have a guest in and I think you're really going to love it if you're a buyer and you're looking for alternate ways to buy in this market. I think you're going to love this. So tune in next week. My name is Mike Johnson. I'm your host and this is the Success Estate Podcast. Thank you very much and you have a blessed day.